Hey again, guys, and welcome back to the Barkside in the Moon podcast. In the last couple of years, the number of dogs being adopted, bought and rescued has increased tremendously. And as a result, as we've discussed many times on this podcast already, there are an increasing number of dogs who are in desperate need of enrichment to make sure that their physical and mental needs are met each and every day. One of the most popular and innovative ranges of enrichment toys in the world have been created by none other than our guests today, James and Lauren from the incredible Canine Connectables. Their imaginative and amazingly creative toys are sold worldwide, but the best thing about them, they're created right here in little old Ireland. This is a fun and informative conversation and one which I hope you enjoy as much as I did. So with that, please enjoy the show. Hey guys, so cool to have you on and to learn about your story. Thanks so much for joining me. Hi, Graham. Hey, Thanks Graham. for having us. <laughs> it's great to have you. Um, so as you may or may not know, I work with Irish Guide Dogs, helping to supervise, uh, train and support our amazing uh, puppy raising volunteers who help to prepare our puppies between the ages of about eight weeks old up until about 14 months of age, which hopefully then sees them go on to become guide and assistance dogs in the future. So I'm actually really familiar with your toys because they're not only used regularly by our puppy raisers um, for our pups, but they're also used regularly by our uh, dog care and welfare team in Cork as well, who have the really difficult task of keeping all of our young, bright, very energetic dogs happy and fulfilled during their training cycle uh, in between and having their breaks in between their their training runs in their center in Cork. So I'm sure most people listening to this are well aware of your toys and probably use them with their dogs regularly. But the thing, of course, that makes them stand out, at least to me, uh, is the fact that they can be used in so many different ways. So the dogs really never, ever get bored of them, which makes them such great value. And as you well know, it's really expensive to have a dog, especially nowadays. Um, so I think toys such as yours are, are really the best investment to make as they last so long and your dog never, ever gets bored of them. So really, really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners who don't know your story, and can you kind of explain where the idea came from for Canine Connectables? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take this. So um, thanks, Graham. Um it all started with a dog, obviously, uh, shortly before we got married, um, Lauren basically surprised me with a puppy. Awesome. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't in popping out of a box or anything. We, she, she told me there was a potential to get a puppy and, um, we decided to go for it. Um, and we got the said puppy. I'd always, always wanted a dog my whole life. Uh, but we weren't a dog household growing up. So, um, okay. never had actually experienced one. So really, really excited to get a dog. And, um, boy, was it a, an eye opener when we, uh, took Sandy home. Uh, Sandy's a Labrador. Um, this is about seven years ago now. And, um, she was absolutely wild, wild to the point of destruction. Um, energy levels like, I couldn't believe I, I thought I was probably naive in my, um, you know, childhood wishes of having a dog and thinking, well, you know, they're just, um, you know, just pets there to be, to entertain and, and enjoy, but really they're complex creatures with a ton of energy. And, um, it, um, was an eye opener. So, um, <laughs> Sandy was extremely high energy. So I got myself educated on, on, dog's needs and found out that um you know it's not just walks every day to 
keep them to, to try and drain their energy. They also need mental stimulation. So uh, Absolutely. I went to puppy socialization classes, brought her to the park, met other dogs, did all the, the, the things a good dog owner mm-hmm. um, does, got her off lead time, but still we'd come home and she'd still have a lot of energy. So mm-hmm. then I found out about dog toys, went and bought every single dog toy in the market and being a product designer kind of found them a bit basic and even Sandy found them just a bit, you know, they didn't entertain her for that long a period of time. Mm. So I kind of, as a hobby, started designing dog toys. And um, I guess that's how it all started. Wow, that's awesome. So you're a product designer be- before this then? Yes, yes. Um, many years I've been designing lots of different products from um, retail, medical devices, all all different industries. But this was a, a passion project, a hobby, I suppose, at the start. Yeah, and a need by the sounds of it as well. Yeah, and it's you're describing everybody's experience that gets a brand new puppy that maybe doesn't exactly know what, what they're getting into, you know, and especially with a Labrador, because like I said, I work for guide dogs and we, we use a lot of labs and lab crosses and they are very high energy, very intelligent, yeah. and they need an awful lot of mental simulation as well as physical. And like you said, you, you do all the good stuff and you bring them to the to park and give them the runs and drain, trying to drain that energy. But um, you're just making them fitter and fitter without adding in some uh, enrichment as well to teach them uh, to calm and downtime, which is the hardest thing to teach a young dog, right? They, they don't want to exactly. any downtime. <laughs> so exactly. exactly. I mean, they've been bred to do jobs for yeah. us all over the years. If you look at the basic categories of dogs, terriers, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. lots of different types of terriers. They've been bred to keep vermin away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're kind of not really doing that these days. It's the postman or uh, yeah. the Tesco delivery man is about yeah. as exciting as it gets for a terrier. Like terriers really want to work. And the our example, our toys are a good example for terriers breaking them apart. They get that satisfaction. And Labradors like to retrieve things and mm-hmm. you know they've been bred for for reasons as well so it's about yeah. channeling their energy and getting their brain uh, working in ways that they've been working for hundreds of years and dogs don't dogs get bored very easy and I kind of find that uh, most dog problems stem from bored dogs essentially and they'll find their own way of entertaining themselves so if you don't drain that battery that's full every morning mm-hmm. with physical and mental exercise then problems can be coming coming your way absolutely it's the same same for us you know uh, if we were to work all the time or to do nothing all the time we would, it would be an incredible amount of energy pent up and frustration as well and then we would start exhibiting behavior to, <laughs> exactly. to let us let people around us know we're not happy you know so dogs are just doing that but i think it's it's great that the awareness is 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 spreading and people nowadays more uh, know more than they ever did i think uh, hopefully anyway mm. to do with dogs and with the likes of yourselves products coming around it's it's so much easier nowadays as well to know uh, what to do and and what to do it how to do it right basically you know so that's that's mm. really cool so you you never ever thought before sandy then you never ever thought about getting involved with dogs or dog toys then i presume no, absolutely no. not. I mean, the dog was to, to own a dog and they, they bring so much joy to us. She brings so much joy to our lives. They, they give you so much. I mean, they reduce cortisol. It's been shown in, mm-hmm. in studies that they reduce stress. They uh, make you fitter. They get you outside because you have to walk them. So you're, every day you're walking, rain, hail or shine. Mm-hmm. And um, just the company, the companionship, security, you know, they know if, if something's not right, the mm-hmm. dog will 
kind of be on edge. Um, but no, I'd never um, anticipated this. So, and as I mentioned, it started as a hobby, yeah. um, which kind of turned into, um, I, I saw very quickly, this, there's an opportunity here. The dog mm. toy market is kind of a bit stagnant. It's kind of low quality products. Mm-hmm. Um not very interesting for the dogs. It's generally just a shape with some cavities in it that you put mm-hmm. some food in and that's, that's about it. Yeah. Um, so the idea for connecting toys together so dogs can break them apart. So they get that destructive, um, outlet, but in a positive way, positive mm-hmm. destruction, we like to say, and to answer your question, it just, it kind of blossomed from a hobby to, uh, went in to enterprise Ireland with an idea for some dog toys, got a, a thing called a competitive start fund grant, mm-hmm. which is a 50,000 grant uh, to start a business. And that's, that's how it started. Um, I kept it as a sideline for the first year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked, I had a, a, I was working for a lighting company and um, kept working for them and just did this as a sideline until it got so big that I had to go to full time. Um, and then it just it kept going from there. Um, so a, a pleasant, unexpected surprise, really. That's so cool. I mean, what a gift, obviously, the gift of just the dog and then the extra gift yeah. of this <laughs> through, yeah. through, through the arrival of the dog. It's just awesome. Just uh, that's what life throws at you all the time, you know. So that's that's amazing. Really, really cool. OK, so let's talk about your toys then. So what are your most popular ones right now? I know you've released some kind of newer ones and stuff like that. So what, what are your most popular ones right now? Um, I'll come in here, Graham. I suppose everything's remains popular, you know, mm. um, in the range. We've not retired anything yet. Even mm. the original toys that we first brought out, which is now rebranded as the starter pack, mm-hmm. uh, they still sell really well. Um, but I suppose if I was just to say anything is standing out, it's probably the kibble connector because it is continuously sold out. Awesome. <laughs> we, we we just can't keep it um keep it in stock because it is so popular. And for anybody listening that isn't aware of our kibble connector, it is a slow feeder. Um, mm. and like you know, you use it to feed your dog kibble. Um, and like all toys in the range and canine connectables, it just connects to all of the other toys. So you can make huge, big assemblies with your kibble connector. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, I suppose, again, just that whole process of, you know, moving away from the bowl and mm-hmm. um, making mealtimes more fun. You know, particularly with Labradors, making mealtimes last more than, you know, 20 seconds. <laughs> I know, and such a waste of food, such a powerful yes, reinforcer. Yeah. I'm always saying it to people. Yeah, don't waste it yeah. in the bowl, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> while everything in the range remains, you know, as I said, everything, even the stuff that we've been selling for coming up on six years, really popular. Yeah. I guess kibble connector is the one thing we sell out of all of the time. Um, and and it does tend to be very popular. But every time we release a new product, um, we see the old products being sold alongside the new products. You know, yeah. as I said, nothing's been retired yet, which is, you know, it always it's always lovely to see. Um, yeah, it, it really is. It's great. Yeah. So. Kill Connector is back in stock next month. For yeah. <laughs> Finally. That's awesome. Yeah. Because it's it, it, obviously there are, there are other types like that, treat ball types, and they're just they're just nowhere near the quality. And James, you said that earlier that, they, you know, when you were looking at the toys, when you got Sandy first, the toys in general, a lot are pretty poor quality, you know, and um mm-hmm. I mean, you can think about you know, how you like about that, but I mean, if they're, if your toy is not made very well, you're going to end up coming back and spend another 20 euro very quickly. Um, and maybe that's a good way of making money. But what you guys do is, you know, you, your toys are not um, 
expensive in my opinion at all and they're really good quality and they last a lot a long time like some of our razors have them and they have them years since, oh, since your first toys came out they still have those original um toys so that will tell you they've they've been through the mouths of m- multiple labrador and labrador crosses so that they're standing the test of time for sure so that that's really cool that they probably never will you, do you know what i mean as your range grows like you say they it kind of brings back the old ones as well because it's never ending you can make it as as difficult or as easy as as you want so that's that's really really cool and do they i presume obviously your range is now bigger so they you have something to suit pretty much all dogs of all ages, shapes and sizes and, and even tough chewers, yeah? Yeah, that's right, Graham, we do. And we do say our toys, you know, are are, are fine for puppies and for older dogs as well. So they're for everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, I suppose originally we started with what is now called the medium size and it was aimed at, you know, Labrador-sized dogs because that's what we had. Mm. But um, as we grew a little bit bigger, we saw um, there was a demand for our toys in a smaller size for smaller dogs and, mm. again, in a larger size for, you know, those bigger breed dogs. Because mm. um, it's hard to find toys for bigger breed dogs. I'm not sure if you've had experience with that. So um, we all of our toys in the range all come in small, medium or large. Um, but there's something there for everybody. As I said, they are puppy safe. They're suitable for all ages. Um, and yes, more recently we have developed a, a stronger range, I suppose, what we call the pro range, mm-hmm. which is um, aimed at stronger chewers. And then our other toys we would refer to now as the gentle range and they would be at, aimed more so at average chewers mm. because, you know, well, I suppose no dog toy is instructable to, you know, determine dog, but we, no. did, <laughs> we did find that our, the material we were using in what we would call our gentle range um, possibly wasn't strong enough for those, you know, really strong chewers. So we mm. wanted to have something for everybody and that's what we've managed to do now by bringing out the pro range. So mm. we're really lucky in that we've got three additional toys there that will be aimed stronger chewers but they can be you know, mixed and interconnected with the gentle range um so there's lots of dogs that would have you know some from the gentle range and some from the pro range kind of something for everybody there graham mm, absolutely and that's again some of the, some of our razors have a selection so the softer ones yeah. that you mentioned are perfect for mm-hmm. pups but as their um, strength in their jaws grows pretty quickly over the first few months, then they're, they're going to need something uh, more robust. And then they move to that. Uh, it, it's yeah, it's brilliant and, and also easy to to clean as well and to, to refill, you know, um, really, really super. And I saw some of your kind of newer r- releases as well as the latest ones, including kind of the, the, the super sticker, uh, which I absolutely love because if it's introduced and used correctly, obviously, um, as part of a kind of behavior modification plan, it can be used to help potentially really really tricky things for your dog such as uh, grooming and you might laugh at that but there's quite a lot of dogs that are uncomfortable being groomed and need to be groomed regularly so something like the super sticker uh, keeps them in in place and is obviously giving them time to lick and lap which helps to to calm them down while you do something that's potentially stressful and also is brilliant for introducing and teaching husbandry behaviors such as eye drops administering ear cleaning all of that kind of stuff so i absolutely loved that when i saw that uh, that one come out i was really excited about it and i bet that one is is super popular too is it yeah absolutely and it's it's a great point graham um when you talk about behavior modification because uh, without trying to sound too lofty we we don't we think these are more than just dog toys that they mm-hmm. that they're kind of like training tools mm-hmm. that it's not something you chuck down and leave on the floor mm-hmm. um there's a bit they're they're called interactive dog toys because people have to 
assemble them in different ways, which is is great. But there is a bit of work involved in assembling them together, stuffing them correctly. And then at that point, they can be used for, as you say, behavior modification. Mm -hmm. So on a basic level, we kind of have a saying of don't do this, do that. So Mm -hmm. every time a dog owner has um, a dog having a negative behavior or trait, you know, kind of just make a negative sound, but don't just leave it at that. You show what the dog is appropriate to do. So if Mm -hmm. it's eating your skirting boards, you reprimand it, but then say here, have some canine connectables and put your energy into that. And that goes, okay, great. I'll do that then. You know, the dogs want to please their owners. They just have so much energy that they just can't help being active. So that's where these training tools, as I like to call them, come in that, as you say, uh, a nervous dog in a groomer's who doesn't like being brushed is not fun for a groomer. So Mm -hmm. they all have tiled walls. So stick one of these to the wall um, get some peanut butter, which is like crack for dogs, yeah. <laughs> smear it on. And they're like, what brush? Uh, what shampoo? And, you know, they're, they're, they're simple creatures. And, um, you know, you kind of need to manipulate their desires for your um, for your intended results. Um, so, yeah, at training tools, just um, keeping dogs calm, um, when someone comes to the door and your dog's a big barker, you know, you pull one of these out of the freezer and the dog starts associating guests as a positive thing. It's, um, you know, we're all about um, positive reward-based training. Sure. And we just see these toys as a really big, cool reward. That's yeah. not just a simple treat in the mouth. It's like, oh, brilliant. I get to take apart all these things and lick out all the nice bits and the mm-hmm. bits of kibble and bits of fruit and bits of veg and and channel the energy five minutes it's um reward based training and here's your reward so yeah training tools um that's that's the way we like to think of it yeah absolutely and you said it yourself there earlier the dog hasn't a clue what to do they're just trying things behavior is the is the yeah. information you know they're trying to communicate what's what as best they can but we have them living in our weird human world and we expect them to just know what to do you know so yeah. you need to teach them over time and toys like this are, are brilliant for teaching them exactly what you said um an alternative or incompatible behavior to the one that you'd rather they they didn't do so it's brilliant and you can easily prepare it so that if you do get that knock on the door for that dog that's uh, the greeting behavior or uh, isn't great or the dog that's wary of visitors coming in either way it's brilliant you can put your hand to this in the freezer and uh, give it to your dog and keep them quite happy and 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 they start to hopefully over time associate people coming to the house with something a little bit more pleasant or at least something that they can bear a little bit easier so it's absolutely brilliant uh, for sure Um, and like I mentioned earlier uh, the great thing about your toys such as things like your your newer Yesbone Pro and the Brain Teaser Pro um, is that they're, they're never ever the same each time your dog uses them so you can make them more and more challenging depending on how you use them and i bet you've seen some uh, really creative ways people use these on social media have you yeah we have graham and that's the wonderful thing about social media and the people that are on there i suppose content creators if you want to call them yeah, that yeah um it doesn't matter what they're promoting or what they're you know showcasing be it food makeup interiors even cleaning products like you know so these people who are creating content on social media do it in such in ways we never you know we learn so much from social media in terms of different ways to use 
everyday products and our toys have not been the exception to that rule. You know, we've seen, um, you know, so things we hadn't even thought of doing with the toys. Now, I suppose it's important to note that, you know, with K9 Connectables, as I said, everything connects together and there's actually over a million different combinations that you can make. Awesome. Um, yeah. There is. <laughs> That's so incredible. I don't know if those maths, but um, <laughs> with the full range, there's over a million different combinations. Um, wow. And, you know, we've, we've seen people putting together really cool assemblies um we, we see different things every day and um you know particularly on social media and things like instagram and tiktok you know there's people out there doing really cool things uh, with yeah. our toys and it's 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 really great to see it yeah. um and even things like you know we talked about super sticker earlier mm. i guess when this toy has been designed you know we envisaged it being like stuck on a tiled floor on mm-hmm. a wooden floor um and next thing you know, people buy our product and on social media, they have it stuck to the window or to the door, you know, things we hadn't quite thought about. Um, and then you see the groomers with it, you know, in the bath and shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's really nice that, you know, people take it and go uh, go elsewhere with it. Um, and, you know, we're getting ideas from, from other people too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's- it's fun for the humans as well as the dogs. It's very, yeah. very cool. It's very, very Absolutely. cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to say as well, just talking about social media, there's just been, and it, I mean, you know, canine enrichment's always been a thing. It's always been around and might, might ne- not necessarily have been, you know, had that label on it, but mm. it is such a big thing at the moment. Mm. Um, and it has been growing, and particularly in the last six years since we've been in this industry, the whole term canine enrichment or, you know, mm-hmm. hashtag canine enrichment has yes. just massively exploded across social media, particularly in the last two years with the pandemic with more people getting dogs, with people working from home, with, you know, then people going back to the office and separation anxiety and all the other issues that come with it. Mm-hmm. And any platform on social media, if you put in the hashtag canine enrichment, you are going to see wealth of knowledge, wealth of ideas, of tips mm-hmm. and tricks from these amazing content creators that are out there um, mm-hmm. on the web. And it's just brilliant. Yeah. It's it's actually you're right. It's like a massive community now. Um, it's just very very cool. Everyone's trying to help each other out, which is nice because on social media it can be the opposite. <laughs> Everyone is trying to fight all the time, you know. So when you see this kind of uh, kind of thing, it's all positive for everybody, and it's really really cool. And and your toys again make it easier uh, um, for for people to have so many options and to get creative with it. So that's really really cool. And of course, another bonus from from using your toys is that they also help keep your dog's teeth and go. Uh, healthy too right that's right 100 uh so anytime in fact a dog chews um anything even a stick it actually has a beneficial impact on their teeth believe it or not i've i've read a few reports and, and papers on this and studies because mm-hmm. obviously you can get down and you can buy kind of special toothbrushes for dogs but i mean mm-hmm. realistically that's quite a difficult thing to do, you know, to, to go down. Right. <laughs> so uh, people look at, there's certainly, there's the, the dental kind of range of treats out there. And that's something that we have integrated into our own treats. Mm. So the toys themselves have been designed that they've got lots of different grooves, small cavities. So every time the tooth kind of bites down into these grooves, it has a, a beneficial effect and then the, the treats have the same ingredients that is used in toothpaste. Toothpaste that's like a, a little grit, edible mm-hmm. grit, that also helps clean the teeth. So just just an added bonus in there, really. That we kind of the more cracks and crevices in the toys, the the more the teeth get stuck in there and um, promote oral hygiene. If a dog chews regularly, it's shown that um, 
um, plaque and gum disease can be kept at bay, which is mm-hmm. a surprisingly uh, uh, increasing problem in a lot of dogs mm-hmm. that you're probably well aware of. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. And, and in young dogs, um, because of, uh, it's very difficult for people. There's so much choice now um, out there and it's so it's easier uh, probably uh, still to make poor choices regarding diet and treats and stuff for your dogs. So um, again, if people unknowingly, nobody ever wants their dog um, to be in poor health or to have um, gum disease or anything like that. But these things happen when people don't know any better. And then when you're when you're buying your toys like this is like this is a toy they don't know, but it's an added bonus that it's keeping their teeth and, and gums healthy as well, which, of course, if, if, if you don't, then your dog's going to be under anesthetic, maybe having to have a, a dental um, and, and you, you want to limit the amount of times, hopefully over the dog's life, that they're under anesthetic at all. So um, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's, it's a, a great added bonus. <laughs> and I, I, I presume, like we were saying earlier, you've seen your toys being used in lots of creative ways. But I, I'd imagine, and I've seen some myself, are very creative uh, recipes that people have used with your toys on social media. Have any ever stood out to you as in, wow? Wow, I never thought of that. Yeah, well, I think this is the wonderful world of social media again and the creativity that you see on there. Um, I've actually created a highlight on our, our Instagram page just where um, any any recipes that sort of caught my eye or something that was really different, and we've, mm. we've highlighted them all there so people can go back and have a look at them. Brilliant. And there's just been such a variety over the years, again, different assemblies and different types of foods that people use. And, you know, there's some people who are kibble-fed, some people, you know, fully raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and even within that... It, Canine Connectables is sort of working for everybody. Mm. Um, you know, we always recommend, particularly in warmer weather, to whatever you're stuffing it with, freeze it in the freezer and take it out. Then it lasts a bit longer for the dog. And, and um, with that, we've seen some really clever things. Um, mm. One in particular sort of stands out for me. Um, and it was sort of like, so it was one of our dentist toys, um, mm. which is sort of like a pyramid shape. And um, all the the swirl, I suppose the crevices were done with the yogurt, frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was stuffed with a carrot so you could hold on to it and look like an ice cream cone, <laughs> uh, which is just, you know, incredible. And yeah. like, you know, quite pretty to look at. Yeah. Some of them are quite like pieces of art really. Um, and there's just, there's so much you can do with canine vegetables. I'm always surprised when I see people using baby food, you know, the pureed baby food, Ella's Kitchen, things like that go in really well. They freeze really well. Obviously they're just fruit and vegetables. Mm. Um, you know, and I guess the idea behind our toys is yes, they do come with bone shaped treats that you can use. Um, but also that really they can be used for anything, you know, be it like a treat like peanut butter, cream cheese or baby food, whatever it might be. Mm. Um, you know, raw veg, fruit, things like that. But it can also be used um, as part of your kibble, your daily kibble intake, you know, soak a bit of kibble, make it into paste and put it inside. So if anybody wants to, you know, see some really interesting recipes, they should check out our Instagram highlight on this. Yeah. Um, and we won't claim for all, but the creativity that come from us. <laughs> it's from all these wonderful users that we have out there. No, it's it, it's it's brilliant. I've seen some of them, like I said, and even um, you very kindly sent me uh, some of your toys, um, and and they're they're brilliant. And I, my own dog is older. I think I explained to you guys um, off air, and um, she wouldn't be a huge kind of toy fan. She loves her food, and she loves to do her little treasure hunts and sniffy kind of games. So she's a, a lurcher, but um, she's actually on a on a plant based diet. So for for us mm-hmm. to to do enrichment, um, it can be difficult with 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 other toys. So 
for with your brain teaser pro or your your dental and um, your toughy ones and um, those ones have been brilliant for just putting simple thing like coconut oil which is also really really good for for yeah, keeping your dog's teeth and, and gums healthy but also of course the, the the number one is the nut butters and um it's mm. been absolutely brilliant she's actually it's been really having fun with them and it's been really mm. nice to see her um being more kind of uh, playful and, and and stuff with with stuff like that because we have tried toys but she tends to kind of you know flip them around the bed a few times and then just lie in them <laughs> she loves her comfort <laughs> being a lurcher that's basically it she always loved soft toys or squeakies yeah. and she would obviously squeak them until she killed them and then that would be the end of that you know so um she's really enjoyed those two in particular the brain teaser uh, pro and your tough toothy pro have been brilliant and again really easy to clean afterwards as well so um super cool yeah um and like we said earlier on it, like for 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 us trying to get plant-based stuff is much more difficult uh, and, you know long um lasting chews and treats in general it's harder to to find them mm. unless you really go looking for them so again it makes it just so much easier for us because these are things that we're using in our house anyway and we can just add them to the toys and and there you go you know so absolutely brilliant um so if we were to kind of fast forward now about five years or so how do you see ken and connectables looking in the future guys Ooh, wow um five years um <laughs> I think so the the opportunity is 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 massive um the dog ownership is only getting bigger we mm. probably increased in the pandemic because people were at home and oh, yeah. either spent more time with their dog or got a dog and it's it's the dog ownership is not declining um so the opportunity for growth of the business is, is massive. Um, mm. We're really only scratching the surface at the moment. Our biggest market is Ireland and the UK. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, we're expanding into Europe and getting more pet stores and selling directly to people from our website. Mm-hmm. Um, but in five years' time, I'd, I'd just love to see a much bigger community of followers. And mm. we kind of take a holistic view on on the business that it's for the well-being of dogs is why mm. we're doing this and building a community like the canine enrichment community mm. um is an important part of that and social media plays an important part of it so um yeah we, we'd like to have expanded into america um you know being thousands of pets pet stores and being hundreds of thousands of homes yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be a good goal to aim for yeah, absolutely. And I can see it happening. I, I really don't see, there are obviously alternatives to any toy, but I really don't see anything quite like yours. Um, so I can absolutely see that happening. There's no reason why not. So that's super exciting to look that uh, far into the future. And I obviously hope that happens for you guys. I've no doubt it will. Um, and, and do you guys intend to just focus on enrichment for dogs right now? Or have you ever um, considered designing toys for maybe other animals? Um, would you believe, Graham, we actually get asked this question a lot, yeah. <laughs> but more in the context of cats. Are you yeah, going to Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> um, and I suppose at the moment, no, we're, we're dog people. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we, we have dogs, we know dogs. That's what we intend to keep doing. Yeah. Um, and while, you know, canine connectables were designed for dogs, it's, it's really interesting. They've actually been used by a number of different animals. Um, oh, yeah, I bet. Dogs. <laughs> um, and for a while there, we were using the hashtag not just for dogs on social media because <laughs> Um, it, we, we did some work with some zoos across the world and they were using them for, for a number of different animals. Mm. Um, and even, I think, Tato Park had them with some of their own, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
they, you know, they're not just for dogs, they're for everybody. Um, in terms of what we are working on design-wise and what's going to come next, uh, we're definitely staying with dogs. Uh, we're definitely staying with enrichment. We may expand outside of enrichment, but mm-hmm. I think for now it's, it's dogs only. Yeah, that's fair enough. And like you said earlier, you like they can be used with other animals and they and they are being used. I, I know that yeah, in places like um, Tato Park and stuff like that, you know, but it was just interesting because, yeah, the, the cat community, obviously, versus the dog community or some fall into both <laughs> communities as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they, they, they look out. But I, I'm there's there's no reason why um, many of your toys couldn't be used with cats as well, you know. So um, just thought I'd, I'd ask it. Uh, it's uh, interesting to hear um, what you said there. So um, for your consideration, considerably large fan club and it is pretty big <laughs> and following out there do you have any kind of sneak previews of some um, new stuff that might be coming in the near future mm, we're well being a designer and yeah you know, <laughs> three of us in the design team um it's our favorite part of the business obviously mm. all, all the other aspects of the business are a bit of a chore in comparison mm. to designing dog toys so we have ideas uh, out the window it's a matter of um, picking the best ones. And the toys you see today are definitely the top the top 10 toys of all our ideas. But we do have three or four more products that we're working on at the moment that are, again, food dispensing, again, connectable, um, but just react in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so physically, they have different attributes that they either bounce in a different way or they have mm-hmm. a different hardness, a different texture, a different size. Um, it's completely different format. We try to make every toy have a different um, either benefit or design or um, physical appearance or reaction in the way it bounces uh, so as not to produce all the same type of things. So, yeah, we've lots in the pipeline. Um, we just have to uh, get them developed and get them out in the market, which is a, a bit of work. Um, mm. But, yeah exciting things coming soon cool awesome and will there be new stuff coming this year or will it be early next year do you reckon um we've some new packaging formats this year in july we've um we're kind of streamlining the range mm-hmm. and then by the end of the year um just before christmas uh, because things just take so long we hope to, mm-hmm. to launch a new product all right yeah for the, the christmas market awesome Great, something to look forward to. Um, and then I was just wondering, oh, what's the one thing, if any, uh, Kane and Connectables have done that you really didn't expect since they, they uh, you know, came to be? Um, honestly, Graham, none of us. We, we really didn't <laughs> expect any of this. You know, um, we never thought we'd be sitting here today as this, our full-time job. You know, we never expected to both leave our jobs to, to do this full-time. Um we are what I would call accidental business owners. Um, <laughs> this was James's kind of passion project, as he said at the beginning. Mm. Um, we're so lucky it turned out this way. It wasn't a grand plan. Sometimes, like you know, life just happens, and um, we know. You know, people say they get a dog and it changed their life. So, like our dog really did change our life. It really, mm. she really, really did, and we're so grateful. Um, it's been a brilliant journey. We're kind of six years into it now. Um, there's just there's so many highlights from you know going to Crofts, exhibiting at Crofts, the biggest dog show in the world, to you know starting to sell worldwide, being on the Late Late Show with Sandy, um, <laughs> to just being welcomed with open arms into that really friendly, warm environment, like that community that James spoke about, which is canine enrichment. To be part of that, mm-hmm. I feel like we're you know there's something really cool happening here in that space, and we are part of that, and we're on that journey in that community and. We're really 
we never take it for granted, Graham, and we're always a little bit pinching ourselves and blown away by the huge <laughs> success of this and how every time we launch a new product, the website crashes. Like, you yeah. know, it's <laughs> I bigger, did see that a while ago, all right. Yeah. yeah it's bigger and better than we ever envisaged. And it sounds corny, but it really is beyond our wildest dreams. And uh, we're just really enjoying the journey. And it's, it's all been a wonderful surprise, really. We didn't expect any of us to answer your question. <laughs> well, it's it's so cool because, I I mean, I can tell while you talk about your products, you're like smiling. You love it, you know, and it's it's just so cool. You're just really passionate about it. And it's, it's just, it's really evident when you, when you speak to you guys. It's really, really awesome. So where can people buy your toys? I, I know they're in, in lots of places, but uh, for people listening, if they haven't got them and they want to get their hands on, on them, what's the easiest way for them to get them? I suppose the easiest way is to jump onto your phone or laptop and go to canineconnectables.com and we have an Irish fulfillment centre for Ireland and EU orders Mm -hmm. and a UK fulfillment centre for UK orders. So everything's nice and clean and no duties and whatnot and we (laughs) ship all our orders out the next day. Otherwise, people like to sometimes go in and look at the toys or look at the size of the toys um and touch and feel mm-hmm. um so we're in all good pet shops um across ireland and the uk um a lot of independence in ireland you can go to uh, pet stop or pet world mm-hmm. most of the independents that have us um and um yeah take it from there cool awesome well, i think that's a, a really nice place to to end it guys and thanks so much again for coming on it's been really interesting and again i can just feel your passion for what you do and it's it's just so awesome it's 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 rare um to be honest when you talk to people so it's it's so cool and i wish you all all the best obviously in the future i think what you guys have done for dogs and their owners in a really relatively short space of time has been really incredible and i look forward to seeing how it all unfolds in the future um and, and thanks so much again brilliant Thank you, Graham. Thanks for having us on, Graham. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks a million. Look after yourself, guys. Talk to you again. You too. Cheers. Thanks again so much for listening today, guys. And as always, thank you so much for all of the positive feedback and your suggestions. If you enjoyed the show, remember to please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and recommend it to all of your friends and family to help us reach and help more people and their dogs. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter at BarksidePod and also on Instagram at BarksidePod to help grow our online community. If there are topics you would like to hear us cover in future episodes, please do share those with us on social media or simply mail us at BarksidePod at gmail.com and we will do our very best to cover those in future episodes. Look after yourselves and your doggies. Thanks again for joining us and we will look forward to seeing you here again real, real soon.